polyamor or monogamy? This is a good question that we can make ourselves nowadays. Nowadays that polyamor is so so mainstream somehow, almost mainstream, I would say. So today, guys and girls, I want to share about my polyamoric experience versus uh, monogamy experience. And I'm hoping that so far you're enjoying all these episodes. So I'm putting a lot of attention to which topic I choose. I try to be different. I try to be also creative with some of the topics. So I really hope that you're enjoying it and that you're getting what you're looking for. And if it's not the case, if you have some good feedback that can help me grow, please let me know. So as I said, I will speak out of my own experience. The reason why it's because it's so such a vast topic in the sense of perceptions. There are so many different perceptions, and for some people it works perfectly. For some other, the other one doesn't work, and there is just there is just not one way. It just doesn't exist. So that's the reason why I only want to speak out of my own experience, and that it can give you some insights. But at no point I am trying to say that one is better than the other. And if I mention something similar to what is better than the other, it's about my own experience. It's always related to myself. So just keep this in mind, please, for this episode, because it's really important that it is understood that it's my experience and that your experience might be completely different. So I will be talking about the values I got out of the monogamy relationship and out of the pure polyamory. So monogamy, for me, I've been, since since my very young age, I was always in a relationship with one single person. And it's not until I came into Tantra where I start being closer to open, uh, open relating, getting some interest to open relating and also getting afterwards um, some experience with polyamory, which was not something that I was attracted to, but I did end up experiencing it. So what I've identified in a relationship with just one person is that there is a thing that I experience that you don't really experience in a polyamoric relationship. And that is that uniqueness. And that's for me the main reason why I have decided to not go forward with polyamoric relationships. It's because there is no uniqueness. There is not that thing of feeling unique. And Of course, you can create a beautiful experience that is unique because it's it's the sum of me and the other person which will create this experience, right? It's it's our experience. So with the other partner, it's not the same. Of course, that's that's also a type of uniqueness. But when you're only with one person building a relationship for ten years, there's something very specific in that uniqueness. You're creating a unique value inside of you so i love to feel unique i love to feel chosen and this is something that you find in uh, monogamy values 
of my values, of course. My remember, it's all about my experience. But this is the thing that you can experience when you're with one person. You feel unique, and it's totally human, and it's beautiful. And yeah, there might be some people who say like, yeah, nah, it's old school or whatever. But as long as as it is a value to yourself, it is fine and it is good. And uniqueness is indeed a value for me. So this is the reason why those relationships gave me this, yeah, being special, right? And yeah, sort of unique at the same time. Then. The other value that I also identified was the union of two becoming one. And again, this can be applied to polyamory and open relating and even a one-night stand. Two become one. That's possible. Of course it's possible. But still, I'm talking about a relationship. So on the long term, that becoming one becomes really deep. And... This is one of the biggest things as well that I really find like, yeah, this is the reason why I want actually only one partner and not entering into a polyamory. It's because of this union that can be created out of this uniqueness. And then the next one, which is also connected to this point that I just shared, is the sacredness of the us. So you're building a union between two and then you have... So you're very unique, right? It's only you and me and we're unique in this and we create this union between two human beings and then we start honoring it and seeing it as something sacred. That is the point where we both meet. As two human beings, we, point in the, we, we meet in the middle point where I love to call it the us, where you and me meet each other. And there, the energy and the sacredness that you're putting into becomes the us. It's not anymore a separation between you and me, or you are you and I am I am. We become a us. When we think one way, we think also and we include the us. When we want to do something, we also want to include the us. So whenever we're checking in for any reason, we're checking in with the us as well and then it becomes sacred and you can make it really sacred and you know something sacred you have it many times in altars and in many religions you have those spaces that are so sacred that you cannot even touch them and it's not about prohibiting people even though you can perceive it like this but if you understand what is beyond that it's about sacredness when you keep something really sacred it takes a lot of value it just adds a lot of value this is why sacredness is so important and this is why adoring something is so powerful sometimes however i'm not really aligned with adoring uh, because it can be an idealization of something and then you enter in adoring a guru and then you're not yourself anymore so this is my opinion about adoring but when you treat it as sacred and you take those positive sides of certain adoration then it can be very healthy to treat something very sacred because then you're like wow okay I, i'm gonna do this like this i'm gonna take it care like this and i'm definitely definitely not gonna do this it's like when you have a baby there is a sacredness in having a baby in your hand you're carrying it with so much love and there is a little bit of adoration but it's not too much it's not it's not gonna become your guru right 
So this is what I mean with this value. It's it's so beautiful and so it's a really big value to me. It's it's so important and so magical. It's, I just love it. I cannot say any other word. I just love this. It makes you feel so unique at the same time. So it's they're all connected, as you can see. And then there is the the other one, which is actually a bit more practical. It's the capacity to focalize the energy into one single entity, identity, the us. What do I mean with this? Is when I was in polyamory, there I felt that I was yeah spread all over the place. I I couldn't really focus my energy into one single thing, and there's where I found I found it a little bit tricky to be in polyamory because I'm like yeah okay I'm here and then I'm here and then I'm like oh. Oh, wait, how much do I put in this side and how much do I put in that side? Even though, whenever you're present in the present moment, you're there with that person. And this is also something that I practice. So I'm aware of this. I'm aware that when you're with someone, you're full present with that person. It's 100% there. There is not a 70% there and a 20% over there with the other person, with your partner. You're fully 100% with that person. But still... Even by practicing this and being so present with that person, I still felt that the us, which is something that doesn't fade away just because you're with another partner, it's something that's constantly there because you have created it. It doesn't get the alimentation, it doesn't get the food, the energy enough to really grow its, its full potential. So I strongly believe that when you create a us and you're focalizing all your energy into that, that can be amazing. Then it grows a lot. But there is also this idea, and I also align with that one, if it fits for you, of course, in this polyamoric, which is people investing their energy on different partners so they all grow together. It's also magical. It's also amazing, but it doesn't fit me. I'm more into yeah, this uniqueness of one partner and investing everything there to see where it goes, how deep can we go, right? So it's just a different way. And it's this is, of course, more a practical thing, but I do find it really important. And I found that that was also one of the values that I'm like, yeah, one single person. That's, that's more for me. So let's see in these polyamory values that I found out on my own experience. One of the major feelings that I loved so much and that I still love and I still wanted in my life. This is something I'm going to keep, even though I'm not anymore into polyamory and I will not anymore be unless I change. But this feeling, I definitely take it with me. Polyamory gave me so much and this is the biggest thing I received. It's this open freedom and pure acceptance for others. That's the most beautiful thing I received from it. And that is so amazing. I'm so grateful for that. We usually feel very oppressed when we're in a one single relationship, especially on, on sexual level. We're not allowed to go with someone else and there is a lot of oppression. And then people start lying and hiding. And yes, it's, it's not always healthy and it's usually, if you really search a little bit deeper, it comes up to this freedom and this pure acceptance for others. So for others' desires, for other desire for maybe your girl, maybe there are other 
people who are interested in your girl and maybe she's interested in other men. So there is a physical attraction happening in every human being. And even though we're in a relationship, it doesn't mean it stops. What we usually do, we start oppressing it. And when we oppress it, you you undergo for suffering and pain. So polyamory gave me this, gave me this freedom and openness to everything I'm feeling, I'm experiencing is welcomed. And it's completely accepted by, by my partner or my partners. And also the other way around, I also completely accept it. And it's amazing. It's such a freedom. You just yeah, get freed out of this suffer that is mainly coming from monogamy. So connected to this one is this building trust because there is no necessity to lie or to hide or to do anything that is really unhealthy to the us or to the relationship. So monogamy relationship. Well, you're building a really big trust. If two human beings feel open and free and they feel accepted, there is no reason for any hidden or lies. And okay, there could always be something, but it's not such of a big deal. And the building trust is an opportunity that is given by this polyamoric approach. And I loved it. And again, it's my, it's my experience. Others might not experience this at all. But I did experience it. And I loved it. It's, it's again, it gives you this freedom. It's so connected to freedom. If you have trust in someone, fully trust, you can, re you can really rely on that person. You can just lay back and say, okay, I can surrender to whatever it is because you trust that person. If you don't trust, mm, yeah, we all know sort of what, what it affects us emotionally. So I enjoy that a lot. And the other one, which is sort of practical, but yeah, also emotional, of course. And it makes monogamy looks easy when it comes to communication. My God, this is so true. I mean, I, I do hope that there are more people wearing poly polyamory uh, agreeing on this. It's that it makes it look so easy. In order to manage something, a challenge, for example, when you're just with one person, it's much easier than when you are with two or with three. Because you're still in a relationship, so you're having two or three relationships, and it's a hell of a journey if you really want to, to communicate properly, because you have to be extremely conscious on how you communicate to one person, to the other person, to the other one, because you have to apply a lot of transparency and attention and taking into consideration one person, the other one, and the other one. So... I mean, come on, monogamy is so easy. So if you really want to be really good in your relationship and if you're really open, open mind, it might be good for you to have a give it a try for one year in polyamory and, and understand the values of that because it really helped me a lot. And it could help you. I'm, of course, not inviting you to do it. Just jumping in. You have to be careful because there are some downsides of it, of course, and big challenges, especially emotionally. If you're not ready for it, don't go. It's very easy. If you don't feel it, don't do it. But if you feel it and you see that you're sort of ready, I would definitely recommend you that if you jump into it, go with a very high skill in communication. This will help you. The other way around, you might end up with some dramas. And yeah, if you have dramas coming from two sides or three sides, it's it's going to be a big roller coaster for you. So yeah, that's another thing that I received from it. And I loved it. I just loved it. 
it's just amazing how how grateful I am for this. And yeah, then of course uh, I already shared a little bit, but it's the amount of growth I had. I grew so much. I changed so much during that relationship, the relationships that I'm grateful. Even though I don't want to go further, I feel that I had everything what I had to receive from it. But I'm so grateful that I experienced it because I do feel another man. I do feel another person. I do feel another spiritual human being. And many of my skills, especially in communication, has improved a lot. So it makes it much easier for me to step now into a one single person relationship. So yeah, this is the part of polyamory values that I have experienced. And I've been repeating quite often a one-person relationship. And monogamy is not something for me. Polyamory isn't either. But something in between is I do see myself with values of both of them. So the values that I share today, so today for myself, I choose to have them all into one. I don't call it monogamy and I don't call it polyamory. It's something in the middle and I don't really care what it is. It's also not open relating. It's sort of open relating, you could say, but no, I don't think it's open relating neither. It's my way. It's my way of describing, or not, it's not describing, it's my way of having values into my relationship without having to be labeled or having to be categorized. Even though you could categorize this as a, as a um, sorry, as an open relationship because we are open to new experiences. But the way how we do it is still with values of monogamy and still values of polyamory that I have experienced. Again, I'm really sorry to repeat it so many times, but I do believe it's so important that you do get that this is my experience. And if you will listen to someone else sharing their experience, it will be probably very different of what I've shared. And many might be not even agreeing with what I shared. I'm like, oh, what is he saying? But I'm sorry, it's still my values. It's still what I learned. And I loved it, both of them. And even though I started with a monogamy relationship and after I went into polyamory, I I got the most out of both, both ways. And now I'm entering in a new phase with a new type of, of relating, which is very beautiful. So yeah, that's sort of it. I think I will keep it like this. I could extend this more into going into what is my new type of uh, how I relate or how my relation looks like, the relationship looks like. But if you want to know more, please let me know. I'm looking forward to start creating more connection with my audience and see what they want as well and what they want me to talk about, what they want me to share, or what they want me to improve. So if you're listening to this and you have some points where you would like to share with me, please do it. And if you want me to share more about my experience, please say it. So thank you very much. And I really hope you enjoyed this one because I really did.